What's going on guys? Welcome back to the break room. Make sure to punch your ticket and clock out. Today is Thursday, June 4th. Uh, I'm doing a little sit down here with my good buddy and the co-host of the pre-market roast. Zach Cassio. Yes, sir. Coming at you. We're back. We're we're coming at you guys again two times this week. I know I Hitting usually you with the post two time, two time. I know I know I usually post on Wednesdays, but uh, you know, me and Zach actually started at our internship this week. Uh, you know, first week as intern financial advisors at Northwestern Mutual, you know, Fortune five hundred company, Forbes top ten finance uh, internship, so I mean, for for me, I definitely, and Zach could probably touch on it as well and agree with me, we're super blessed to be in that position. Honestly, we are, man. I mean, we couldn't have honestly gotten a better position, especially going to the career fair. I mean, I had no idea I was going to walk out with a, with a Fortune 500 company, bro. It was awesome. Clutch. You're welcome. Clutch. Clutch season. You got to look out for the boys, you know? Yeah. A lot of lot of greed and a lot of selfishness in the world. I, you know, if you, if you're doing well, everybody's got to do well. But you got to shout yeah, out Kevin just, Parker too for coming in clutch for the boys. Hundred percent. Shout out Kevin Byrne and Parker Beerman, uh, two roommates. Parker actually turns twenty one today. A little shout out, happy birthday to that happy man as well. Happy birthday, to the brother. See you this weekend. Maybe we get a little celebration, a little barbecue or something. We'll see what happens. But. Today we're just coming to chop it up, me and Zach, live and direct, out here, a little Thursday night. We got a casual Friday tomorrow, no dress up, nice nice looking nice, casual Friday on our corporate lifestyle, but we're liking it. Zach, what do you think about the internship so far? I mean, what are we, what are we thinking? How's your first week been? I like it, bro. I mean, they're really teaching us a lot about professionalism. I mean, I didn't realize how professional being professional really is, but... I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. It's not just showing up to work and, I mean, getting through the day. I mean, you kind of have to think about each action you take to make money. I mean, at this point, we're not in work to just have a good time at work. We're in work to make money. I mean, at this point, we're all about the money. And you guys should be too. Yeah, those, uh, I mean, we're getting amazing, amazing feedback for, you know, our new investing series, the Pre-Market Bros. Amazing feedback. Um Zach, this, you know, I, I wanted to kind of start in, in this episode, kind of talk about, you know, how we got to where we are today, how we got to a Fortune 500 company internship, how we got to be going into our third year at FSU, the school of business, how, how we got to having, you know, being on the dean's list this, you know, every semester, like, what, how did, how did we get here? You know, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about and touch on. And, you know, if we can maybe hit them with a little throwback. It is Thursday. You're welcome. So I'll kind of kick it off, and then I'll kind of toss it to you. But I started at Suncoast High School in 2016. I lived in Jupiter, which was so far from Riviera Beach, and I really wanted to go to – I'll I'll throw it out there, 2014, brother. 2014, I'm sorry. I'm losing track of the years over here. Um, But – I lived in Jupiter, and that was really far from Riviera Beach, and I had never even heard of, of Suncoast. And I really wanted to go to Dwyer because all my buddies from my middle school were going to Dwyer. You know, Dwyer, Dwyer, oh, Dwyer's the best, Dwyer football, this and that. But, um, you know, through my parents' great suggestions and their research, they, they found that Suncoast was one of the best, you know, high schools in, in the area, in the county. So 
I ended up going to Suncoast. And freshman year, I had a game and simulation yeah. class with uh, the king of the schmucks. And I'll toss it to you. I'll toss it to you, Zach. Game and simulation, freshman year. Yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of when I met this kid. And, uh, I mean, to be honest, we kind of hit it off from there. I mean, ever since then, we've kind of been, been pals and kicked it off and hanging out every weekend and just try to look out for each other's best interests, which I think everyone should for their friends or else you're kind of hanging around the wrong people. And now we're coworkers. Imagine exactly. and and classmates every semester at the school of business. So we've definitely come a long way. I did want to share a few stories about, you know, specifically about that class because I feel like that first those first you know kind of throwbacks of when when we were first hanging out and was in that class. It was the first class of the day, and me and Zach sat on the outside, class, pretty much. Exactly. That was the first class of all of our high school experience. And so me and Zach were the sandwich to a very hefty offset uh, African-American kid named Jameer that he was like one of our amazing friends that freshman year. The probably, Honestly, now one of the funniest kids I've ever met in my life. Oh, by far and away. By far and away, bro. And I, I wish he would have stayed, bro. I wish he would have pushed it out because, I mean – we missed out on some memories, bro. That kid was hilarious, and he was always he was always happy, bro. And I love that about him. He was always such a great vibe. You come in, sit next to him, bro, and he'd always make me laugh every morning, bro. I look forward he, to it. He never had he never had anything bad to say ever. He was always a super positive kid, you know, f- football player, uh, you know, just one of those really loving loving people that was always happy. And we definitely had some great times in that class. The teacher was, you know, kind of a wacko. I mean, I'm sorry if you're listening, but he had a he had a two by four on the front of his desk, and he would whack people's desks if they fell asleep. I was I was shunned by that stick a few times, unfortunately. Zach probably as well, because I know for me, waking up at 6:30 to go to high school was brutal. Oh, brutal, bro. But you know what? That's that's another part we wanted to touch on is is that school. I mean. As hard as it was, I mean, it really did prepare us for life. I mean, it kind of got us in the groove of waking up early. It showed us what it's like to not only go to school for almost eight hours a day, but you also have to come home and do stuff on top of that. So, I mean, the grind never stops. And that's what kind of we learned from that school is the grind never stops. And if you let the grind stop, you're done. On top of, and yeah, I mean, I 100% agree with what Zach said. On top of, we were both four-year varsity athletes, which is just another weight that sits on top of that. And also, we were both, in our different aspects of of athletics, also travel uh, competitors, which is just another, you know, weight on top of it. We'd be going to school eight hours a day at one of the hardest schools in the state, coming home, doing homework for like, two hours a day and playing sports. I mean, that kind of, it, it was kind of nonstop. And I, I'm honestly blessed for going through that experience because, I mean, if if you're going nonstop in what you believe in, what you love, what you want to succeed in, you will do good. I mean, you won't even do good. You'll do great. It's all about commitment, perseverance, making sure that you stay on track and don't get sidetracked by the social bullshit. But... Now, don't get it wrong. In high school, we had our fun. We did have our fun. You know, there was definitely social life. 
you know the whole the whole you know the high school uh hanging out scene is great but then you know senior year rolled around and college applications where are you going oh where are you going to college hey where are you going little timmy um <laughs> mit mit kids start <laughs> popping off bro we're going around fsu fsu the kids around us getting the uf left and right MIT. uf students mit hopkins ivy league i mean there were so many people that went to ivy league from our school but you know me and zach said shout out to all really look way, yeah, shout out to all those kids you guys know who you are your geniuses out there you guys are going to be big one day and you know, I I hope everybody I graduated with makes something out of themselves. I, I wish nothing bad upon any of those people of that graduating class of 2018. Exactly. But um, I lost my train of thought. Uh, I'll bounce. Oh, okay. So college applications. So me and Zach both, you know, thank thank God for you know how we performed, and and you know I think. Uh, you know, thankfully graduated with an IB diploma from Suncoast, which I was so, you know, thankful to do. And, you know, we both went to Florida State. And actually, you remember the first time we were both at Florida State together? Oh, yeah. When was the that? Orientation. Orientation. Bang. Orientation. Got it, got it scheduled the same. We're orientation roommates. Weren't in the same group, but it was such a great time. I mean, that was the first time we we were really like I was really engulfed. That was the first time I was even ever on campus, which was crazy for me. Um, and I don't know about you, Zach. Did you start with finance as your major for year one or no? I did. I went. I went straight into finance, and then I actually sat down at the orientation, and they had a meeting about dual majors in both finance and real estate. And I swear, once I heard that, I was locked in. I knew that that was my path. I mean, I've been, my dad owns a few real estate properties and I've learned over time that if there's one asset you want to own most of, it is real estate. Land, people. L-A-N-D. Nobody can take that from you. I mean, only the government. And if they do, they got to pay you way more than market value. So you're, you're chilling. Unless you get a foreclosure. Exactly. Unless you can't, unless you're a schmuck and you can't pay your, your bills or whatever. But... For me, my start at FSU was a little bit different, actually, because I was a biology major my first year. You know, I took an introductory biology class, and I, I didn't know if I wanted... I was in bioengineering, actually. And actually, f first year, I also took an my, the intro engineering lab class that you take over in the College of Engineering at FSU. It's about 10 minutes away. It was such a pain. I had it at 8 a.m. It, it would take me 30 minutes to get there morning traffic it was it was absolutely awful but soonly after i realized why do i want to memorize molecules why do i want to remember particles why do i remember why do i want to remember laws why do i want to learn about this i think i should go in a different direction and that's kind of the start of when i even got into investing i mean not even the start but the continuation i kind of picked it back up because i've I've been involved in the market probably since I was five years old. My parents had bought me uh, shares of a company and of a company that they believed in. And when I was 18, they were going to give me that account. And what I did was right when I turned 18, I cashed that account and I started investing. And that's kind of where I started investing. And I carried that through with me to college. And 
Zach could probably speak the same about, you know, when, when did you kind of start, uh, you know, dabbling in the market and, and kind of start making purchases? Yeah, I remember freshman year of, of college when I first got up at FSU. And I mean, I didn't have a job. I didn't have anything lined up. I was pretty much just going to school and I had so much free time on my hands. And I just kind of wondered, I mean, what am I going to do with myself? I mean, yeah, I'm in college right now. Yeah, I think I'm going to go somewhere with my degrees, but should I get a head start on some of these kids? Because, I mean, let's be real here. The people who work the hardest from the beginning usually go places. I mean, it's all about consistency. I mean, I said it before, consistency and perseverance. I mean, if you have those two on lock, no matter what you put your mind to, you can accomplish. And I mean, that, that especially goes for Sebastian and I, we have not stopped. I mean, we've had our losses on the market quite often and I've had some turning points when I've been like, do I even want to do this with my life anymore? Do I even want to keep trading anymore? And it, it took a lot of hard work and a lot of mental effort for me to tell myself, yes, I do. I want, I want this for my life. I mean, I know it's a stressful job. I know you're working like nine, 10 hours a day, but it's something I love to do. I mean, it's something I've loved to do since I've started it. And I think it's going to be something I love to do for the rest of my life. And, and that's what I'm prepared to say. And that's what I'm prepared to work for. And I, I agree with that, Zach. And what the statement that you even made about, you know, there's so many times that we wanted to just, you know, just say enough is enough. And I'm, I'm done with this. this. This is too hard. But, I mean, both me and Zach, so many times we'd be sitting. I, I remember freshman year, we'd be sitting at the very top of the biggest lecture hall trade tr beginning our trading endeavors trading little the same little stocks week by week you know giggling at our four dollar gains on the day that's i mean <laughs> that's how it started we were gaining four dollars a day and i i my first big I my first yeah my first big green day was an eight dollar gain and i was losing it i was absolutely <laughs> losing it i was like oh my god let's go but then I took I took my my big you know that that big left hook that came out of nowhere and I was down all of a sudden eighty dollars and I didn't know what I was doing with myself I was like wow I'm absolutely terrible at this and Zach could probably say the same thing those losses in the beginnings are are tests they're pretty much tests and those that can't and those that can't get past that initial test of oh my god I just lost two hundred dollars I'm done I'm I'm washed up I'm this isn't for me. I'm just going to quit. That is the test that separates, okay, are you going to face the market, stare it in the face, and try to do what you can with it, or are you going to run away from the monster that really is the stock market? Because believe it or not, some people lose their whole life on the stock market. Oh, yeah, that's facts. And I mean, going back to what you said about the failures, I mean – my goal and all of your guys's goal should be to turn every failure you have into a positivity. I mean, from when I started trading versus now I've had a lot of them and each time it's been for a different reason because once I learned why I failed that time, I tried to never do that again because once I, once I learned, I mean, it takes a long time because there's so many things you can do wrong in the market. There's so many different catalysts that can come out that you don't know, all right, is it going to keep going? Is it going to stop going? Is it going to hit a reversal? I mean, there's a lot of things that can happen and, and you'll learn over time from each mistake you make, what exactly made you get in that stock? What exactly, why did you get in when it was already running up? You know, why did you get in when it was still dropping? 
you know, and it's all about just learning from your failures because your failures will be your biggest pieces of learning because that is what you'll be able to reflect on and be like, all right, so this is what I did. Let me change it for the next time. So this never happens again. And I mean, it might happen again, but it will be for a different reason. And then you go back and you're like, okay, this happened this time. I remember this happened last time, but I'm going to try it a different way. And you just keep adjusting, keep adjusting and, and you'll find your, you'll find your own groove. I mean, especially on the, on the stock market, everybody trades different. I mean, no trader trades the same way. Everyone has their own tactics. I mean, I used to watch videos of people and be like, dang, I want to trade exactly like this guy. And I mean, it never worked out because that wasn't my style. I mean, you have to find your style and work with it and try to build on that. Because whatever you think you're going to do best on, you probably will. And, and you know, to that point, Zach, I mean, I, I completely agree. Because, you know, we do host a show together and we do do a lot of research together. I mean, and we and we do, sh- we kind of are con- kind of close in this finance space in terms of investing, obviously our job. And, and we're kind of, we've kind of been plucked into the finance world now. We've officially kind of been moved from the student world and kind of for a little bit been kind of dropped into this finance bubble that that we're now fully engulfed in at at work as well as you know in our in our endeavors with with investing and you know just like like every person is different every investor is going to trade different me and zach might do the research and agree on some plays that we pump out for you guys every single week uh some big some big plays happening this week you guys better have gotten in um, but we complete, we trade completely different. Wouldn't you agree? We, even, even though that you like, we, we, we think we agree on a lot of plays. We both don't, don't do the same thing at all times. I'll get in one and you'll, and you'll come to me and be like, ah, damn it. I should have gotten, I should have, you know, waited a little longer or, or I should have gotten in a little before and, and you'll get in one and I'll be like, ah, I was, I let it go too early. I, I, I weak handed, you know, I'm too conservative, but it, it, it doesn't matter. Everybody's different in how, as long as you're, I'll say it this way. As long as you're green, you're great. So keep, exactly. keep green stomping. Is green. green is green. I mean, what I've learned is, is don't get greedy. It's, I mean, people who get greedy, there's a reason why they don't become successful. I mean, you don't want to be greedy. You take what you can get and move on and, and just take it as a gain and then don't look back. Cause I mean, I've done a few, there's been a few times where I I've watched my profits just go away right in front of my eyes. And I'm like, Oh, it'll rebound. It'll rebound. It'll rebound. And it just does not rebound. And then I, I end up losing out on a bunch of money just because I was being greedy that it would go up another 10%. It's just, you want to make sure that you're not being greedy because people who are greedy end up losing out on a lot of profit. Yeah, 100% agree with that. I'd rather, you know, I'd rather take out I'd rather take out for a thousand less than it got to than lose a thousand. Exactly. To be honest. And so um, you know, I've get, I, we've been getting a lot of, I personally, I've been getting a lot of questions. I don't know about you, Zach. I mean, kind of where did this come from and, and how, how we kind of set this up. So, I mean, it, Zach, just tell me if you disagree with any of this, we, out of, you know, our close friend circle, we've kind of had the most experience with trading and a lot of people were kind of, you know, but in, in between our families, in between, you know, social media, people that we knew, 
um, you know, we were being asked for, you know, advice and, you know, ideas and, and different things that we were looking at and different things we were using to, um, you know, succeed with the market. And so, you know, I was already running the podcast just as a creative endeavor, something new that I wanted to try. And, you know, I, I was trying to uh, start up for a while. And, um, you know, one day I kind of just mentioned it to Zach and was like, hey, man, like, you know, a lot of people are coming to us for ideas and, you know, different thoughts and different looks on the market. Why don't we just share those looks, share the things we're doing, you know, I always, like Zach said, do not be greedy, and that doesn't just apply to the stocks. Do not be greedy with information. Exactly. Information is one of the most valuable things to a person advancing, and there's no reason to be greedy for information. I mean, intellectual property doesn't cost anything for a reason. It's good to share information. It's good to share things with people because at the end of the day, like I said, we There's all can eat. We all can eat at the table. Yeah, we, we definitely can. But, I mean, bottom line is, I mean, we want to give you guys as much as we know because, I mean, although we're telling you plays, I mean, we might know how to execute them a little bit differently, but we want to give you guys an opportunity to analyze the stocks that we're throwing at you that we think might be a good play. And then you decide for your own, you do your own due diligence and see maybe if you think it's a good fit for yourself. And I mean, if you guys stick around to the end of the video or for the end of this podcast, we're, we're going to be giving out another, another play that, that came to light within this last week. I, I learned about it over the weekend and we don't want to give too much because we got, we, we got a little, a little bit of incentive to uh, take a look at it, but, um, definitely, definitely a great play that Zach stumbled upon. We'll call it the weekly bonus for y'all. The weekly bonus. And, you know, this, this is a good stock that we think has good potential, um, uh, specifically with what's going on right now. And that, you know, that's a pretty good segue into, uh, you know, def some things are definitely going on that, you know, as a nation probably need to be addressed and looked at more if you want do you agree zach yeah i mean it's i mean everyone knows i mean the tragedy that happened with george floyd is absolutely despicable i mean everything about Dis West disgusting is, is despicable especially to our to our flag i mean it's a disgrace to this country what those men did i mean they're in uniform claiming to be our top people that we look out for and we call on for help and i mean the fact is, I mean, some people are even scared to call them for help, which is which never be the case. I mean, it, it's almost disgusting to even think that is the case. And I mean, I, I pray every night that there will be change in this country for the better. And I mean, let's hope to God it doesn't take to when the, the millennials and the Gen Zers become the new workforce, because I mean, that's that's my only my only problem is that. I feel like these older people just are so headstrong and, and so old fashioned and, and they haven't woken up yet and realized this is the new world. We are the United States. We need change. We are the change that everyone else around the world follows. We need to set precedent. We need to be the leaders and we need to set that precedent ASAP because stuff has been going on for too long now i mean it has come in and out i mean i remember a while ago when the black lives movement started and 
I mean, it kind of just faded away because the media stopped covering it as much. But then it takes something horrific like this to bring it back to light, which it shouldn't have. It should have stayed in the light. It should have stayed a priority, but it didn't. And, I mean, I'm glad that we can even talk about it on this podcast because, I mean, everyone that listens to this should probably be on the same wave at this point. We want equality for all. We want absolute equality. Equality, not you know, not just in 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 everything, but you know, in in how we perceive people. I mean, I just feel like personally, you know, the twenty years that I've been alive, there's always been like an undertone of just kind of unfairness or like uneasiness, like. And I'm. This is a straight up question. This is a straight up fact. I know that if you were walking down a dark street at night. And there was a car with lights playing rap music with two black people in it. You would be a little bit more worried, not scared, but just a little bit more on edge than if a nice Mercedes with two white married couple or two white guys rolled by in a suit. Like that is a hundred percent facts. And there's always just been this underlying tone. And I personally think that the protests, I'm a hundred percent okay with it protests because it, it deserves to it deserves to be screamed and yelled and 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 it deserves all the attention it's getting now and it should get no matter what now the looting is where i really have a problem because let's face it this isn't fortnite this isn't Warzone. you can't just drop into our country and loot our stores our small businesses our shops that are hanging on to a thread especially in this economic hardship Shops that are just about to go over the cliff and these looters are just scooting it closer and closer and closer and closer. And really you're just ruining us and causing the looters and the anarchists are just putting us even further back than we already are, pretty much. They're just they're just they're just we're trying to get up the ladder and they're just nipping at our fingers. They're not letting us advance. And and I think it's I think it's ju- just I mean, it's not as fault. not as despicable, but pretty despicable as what what happened to Floyd. I mean, these looters, these anarchists, these opportunists, anarchists, just to, waiting for chaos is is disgusting to me. Yeah, and I mean, not only I mean, it's one thing going into a Target and looting it because let's be real here, there's plenty of Targets. It's a huge corporation. I mean, they own they probably are worth billions at this point but they the small com- co- corporate the small businesses the the food trucks that's what exactly. gets me i agree with you exactly i mean i mean think about these mom and pop shops that have been around for like 50 plus years that are getting looted i mean they probably don't have the financial stability as some of these big corporations they're not going to be able to reopen because of this i mean and that's that's the real part that that really hurts me is i mean imagine it's someone that's listening to this podcast or Sebastian and I that just got the funds to open up a store and, and we're finally getting it going and then the coronavirus hit and then they make us shut it down and then we're already losing money based off of what we just invested in and then on top of that someone comes by and breaks our windows steals all the merchandise out of our store now not only are we left with no inventory but we're also left with no revenue coming in because we haven't had revenue for the last two months and for those people, there seems like no, no way out. And, and you know what? I, I would, I'd be terrified if I were in their position. And I understand why so many people are mad about looting. And I understand why so many people are mad 
about other reasons. But you know what? Everyone is entitled to their own opinion. That's that's what's so great about this country. That's what's so great about the First Amendment is the freedom of speech. And not one person should be shunned for whatever they want to reach out to and say. Because, I mean, let's be real here. Everyone has everyone's entitled to their own opinion. And that's why we're coming out and saying this to you guys now. I mean, not maybe everyone will agree with what we're saying, but bottom line is I feel bad for those people that have been working their whole life to get where they are and it gets stolen overnight from some anarchist that just is a little bit greedy that just got out because of the stupid bail reform that they passed in a lot of these states. And, and I mean, I'm not even going to touch on that because I don't want this podcast to get political because, you know, we like the finance industry. We're, we're pro-capitalism. You know how it is. But, I mean, bottom line is a lot of this stuff needs to stop. I mean, protest. Let's keep protesting. Let's keep going for equal rights because we want that. Everyone wants that. Let's keep going for that. I want everyone out there protesting if they can't get the word out. But at the end of the day, 9 o'clock rolls around. Go inside so we can catch these pieces of dirt. I 100% agree with you on on Zach. And actually, you know, a lot of I personally think that the the whole uh, curfew is is good because one, I feel like everybody. If you personally, in my this is all my opinion. If you think that the looting and the destruction of small businesses and other types of stores and the absolute massacre that these looters are waving across small businesses across America is helping us in any way or helping the cause, it's not. It's 100% not. And personally, I think that it's no help whatsoever and it's a complete negative externality of this whole event. Secondly, the people that we should be, you know, supporting one a hundred percent is the african-american community now more than ever we have to be united we have to hold hands we have to more than ever because this has to stop and like zach said i hope it doesn't take to where those old pieces of garbage that still think that there's any difference between somebody's skin color it it until they're gone for this to change. I mean, we know that our generation, Generation Z, is very pro-equality, very pro-equalness, you know, in terms of, you know, sexuality, gender, and, and race. We are very united. We're a very united generation. But I really hope and pray it does not take till we are in our 40s for this to go away. Yeah, hey, that that's my only concern is for how bogus headed some of these people are but i mean you know what all we have to do is pray every day that that something will happen and go out and advocate as much as you can for these rights to be upgraded for all classes of individuals because it's just not right and i think we've been speaking about it for a little bit so i think we're gonna change the tone of this podcast a little bit over to our next bonus stock of the week baby ding 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 i'm gonna i'm gonna try to find some some sound effects for y'all like some little maybe like a little stock of the week like a little like one of those little instruments you know those little those wind whist the whistlers or what do they call like you know what i'm talking about because they're not kazoos slide whistle you know the slide whistles the one that like clowns do Never heard of that in my life, though. No. <laughs> All right. I'm definitely going to cut that. Um, the stock of the week. 
the stock of the week this week presented by Zachary Cassio himself. Okay, so the stock of the week today is Rap Technologies. The ticker symbol is WRTC. Um, so as you guys know, with all the rioting happening, everything putting on uh, all the light coming in force of the police brutality bullcrap, I mean, this stock actually is coming out with an alternative to like tasers and handcuffs. And um, it's like a, almost like a lasso type machine that you just, it, it's like a handheld device with a laser pointer for accuracy. You can be shot from like 20 plus feet away with a hundred percent accuracy. And it kind of like wraps a little cord around wherever they shoot you at. So it can kind of like, if someone's running away from the cops, it can kind of just shoot at them and then catch their legs so they can't keep running. But at the same time, it, it's not deadly whatsoever. It's a lot less harmful to the body rather than a taser, which if anyone has any underlying conditions can all be very harmful for not only their heart, but other organs in their body, as well as rubber bullets, which we've seen in the last few weeks, which have been devastating to some people's body i mean i saw absolutely destroyed some a, a lady's eye yeah i mean it, it was awful to see what happened to her and i mean and zach this... also just to cut you off really quick speak i just wanted to touch back because you did tell me the story today about the retired sergeant i was just wondering if you could share that with the audience today oh yeah i mean there was a guy who was an african-american male who was trying to protect his is his business and unfortunately got shot and killed by looters and i mean it's unfortunate that this has to happen that that all this happens but i mean even even a business owner is just trying to save his business from going into a collapse and instead he gets killed trying to save his business from getting rioted and looted and i mean it's it's honestly sad it really is but anyways about the rap technologies it's called the Bola Wrap 1000. We're going to put the link in the description of this podcast so you guys can watch a quick one-minute clip if you're interested in what actually the device is. But, I mean, I really encourage you guys to watch the clip because it is a brilliant invention. I mean, it actually won an award back in 2018 for being invented. 1,300 police academies have already adopted it and started training with it. And if you want me to be completely honest, I see this becoming a nationwide tool being used because not only is it just a safer alternative to what's already out there, but it's also a brilliant idea in itself. I mean, to be able to restrict someone with no force necessary, no human contact, no human force. I mean, that's the best case scenario we can get right now. Like just easily be able to contain someone so they can't run, they can't fight you know i mean that's what we want we want just calm interaction between the police and the precinct that's all we want and to be honest guys i think that and zach you you give me your input on this i really think that this restraint device to completely neutralize a a subject without severely injuring them not even i mean injury, it's almost like i mean it doesn't injure you the, it's all. it's it's complete control of all limbs like zach said it is a lasso effect accurately shot by a laser um it obviously is isn't going to feel great because you obviously did something for that to happen to you 
but it will be restricting the legs so there will no, be no flee or no sudden movements forward to the officer to suggest any sort of attack. It will restrain the arms to prevent any physical damage being assessed to the officer during a uh, stop or during a restraint. I honestly believe that this tool at range could maybe stop some of the unjust, some of oh, no. them, some of them absolute tragedies and and idiot idiocies that these police officers commit. Not just to, to African American people, but anybody that gets falsely shot at while while complying, somebody that is being uh, way too um, you know getting hurt or, or injured when being um, you know contained. I mean, this can really be a simple. Okay, I have him contained. This this will just to put it simply, this de this stock and this device that that Rap Technologies is is you know trying to mass spread across all precincts around the country will be something that there will obviously, if it's not obvious enough, will be no need for any sort of knee to the back of the neck. Yeah, this will this will this will if it's not cleared up already, this will completely restrain and immobilize a subject without any severe injury there is no other need to interact with the subject after this device has been attached this is going to hold so many police accountable and i hope drive the numbers of these unjust you know injuries beatings and in some unfortunate cases killings if zach do you believe uh, in that as well yeah i 100 percent do i mean honestly i think it could become a nationwide used tool for all police officers and I think it should be because it honestly is a safe alternative it's a, it's a great idea and I think right now is where this stock is really shining the most because it's already in the light I mean with all the all the stuff I mean everything's being pointed towards police right now I mean I've seen some videos recently with I mean even police just beating people that are restrained in like the the jails which is another topic i mean there is a lot of police brutality going on don't get me wrong and that all needs to stop completely each police officer needs to be held accountable just like every human should but at the end of the day i honestly think that as an actual device for police to use this could be life-changing it could be generation changing this could be this could make such a big impact, and that's why we're sharing it with you guys. I mean, this, this if this is applied to all police, this is this is going to be revolutionary. And I hope that you guys, um, you know, take this stock, keep an eye on it. This this is going to be a long term play for the bonus stock of the week. And yeah, it's definitely not um, an invest right now type of stock. I just want to kind of let you guys know exactly what it is. Just, so you just to fix your eye on yeah, it. Yeah, just, just to open your eyes on what exactly it is, because I guarantee not many of you, if any at all, actually knew about this existing in the first place. So, I mean, just give the give the link in, our, in the bio a quick watch. I mean, it's only a minute long, and as soon as you click on it, you'll see exactly what it does. And, I mean, it, it is honestly unbelievable. You'll be really surprised with how much of a change this could make overall in the police department. Now that we've covered that, I wanted to make a brief announcement like we did announce previously in the beginning of the episode. Um, you know, I want if you stuck around this, I'm probably going to be posting this clip. But as of 
today and as of the next episode of the pre-market roast which will be airing sunday night make sure to tune in get your five plays on the week get your star of the week get your money up get the plays up get the bands up you know you love listening you know we got the plays we've been posting it on socials we're showing you guys we're showing you guys the the dollars going up the green days and so from that and from this endeavor that we have kind of embarked on now as a duo Zach Cassio is now the permanent co-host of the whole break room podcast any sort of content that is going to be posted on you know this podcast channel it will be going through me and it will be going through Zach uh, I'm you know happy to announce that uh, Zach Cassio is the new co-host officially of the break room so welcome my brother yeah, thanks so much, bro. I mean, honestly, I'm I'm so happy to be involved with this because, I mean, we are making a difference in, in at least some people's lives, I hope, because I'm trying to just show as much of what I know to everybody that that listens in because I, I know I got a few buddies that are probably listening and I want everybody to know exactly what I know because I don't want to hold anything back from anybody. I want everybody to have the same equal opportunity. I mean, I might make a few plays intraday like off of a few different watch lists i have that are scanners that i use but i mean those five picks that we put up on that on the podcast every week we really invest in we're really buying in every single week and even our last week's picks we're even buying in those yeah so i mean if if anyone's losing on those stocks it's us but i mean i'll tell you right now we found plays this week with those five play with even those five stocks we put out there we've made money on four of them so, I mean, there is opportunity in each and every one of those stocks. It's just whether or not you can find the time to get in and get out. And that's what trading for a while does. I mean, you kind of open up your eyes to the market movements in each individual stock, and, and you'll start getting the grasp of it. And, and it honestly, like I, I'm going to reiterate again, consistency is key as long as you stay committed you will learn what you want to learn, and I guarantee you that. Yeah, and I'll be I mean, here for you all for every step of the way. And like Zach said, I mean, he doesn't want to hold anything from anybody, and that's super similar to what I've said about, you know, don't be greedy with information. We have the information. We've been doing this for almost three years now, going on to our third year, um, so, you know, kind of since we started in college. And... And I feel like now that we've started this, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of time. We know what people want. Like Zach said, a lot of our buddies are come to us when they want to start investing or want some ideas or want some advice. So we thought, you know, why, what are we doing? This is what people want. And so, you know, the break room is going to be a now kind of for now, at least for the foreseeable future, sifting to a uh, mainly investing uh, based podcast for y'all. It is going to be, you know, super finance related because, you know, that's what the people want. So we got to we got to give them what they want. We're going to be coming out with the first five watch list, the uh, picks of the week on Sunday. And, you know, usually prior to having Zach on, I used to do the solo podcast with guests. And, and you know, we might be continuing to do that in the future. But for now, for this summer, while we're working together, we're in the finance space. Um, it's a great summer to be investing. The the markets and the and everything is just is skyrocketing and recovering in a beautiful V shape from from COVID. So now's the time to really buckle down, make the plays, make your money, and talk about investing. And 
like I said, Sunday we're going to be coming out with the top five picks. And now, officially, Wednesday, me and Zach are going to be doing the midweek recap where we're talking about what's going on with the five picks, how they're doing in the week, how they did Monday and Tuesday on those first two days for you guys to trade, as well as highlighting a bonus stock just like we did today. So I'm super excited for the future of the podcast, super excited for the show. Um, you know, I'm super excited to have Zach on officially as the co-host, and um, let's keep making those plays, baby, every day. Keep stomping forward. Zach, I want to thank you so much for hopping on, chatting it up with me. I'll see you at the office tomorrow. I want to thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it so much. Anything else, Zach? Uh, no, that's great. And, yeah, thank you guys all for listening, and I hope you guys keep tuning in because it's just going to get better and better from here on out, guys. Let's hop on this train and let's ride it together. I want to thank you guys so much for checking into the break room. Now go punch your ticket and go clock back in. We'll catch you all on the next one. Peace.